Well, 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 we are back with another episode of Young, Black, and Opinionated. This is your host, Christina Royster, uh, aka Miss Chris D. I'm not joined by a guest today, but I probably think that's a good thing because we're in the midst of the corona pandemic. So make sure you guys follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at the YBO podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening right now. Hit that subscribe button. On today's episode, I'm going to do Put Y'all On. I'm also going to be doing, um, you know, some other coronavirus related topics, but then a little bit of pop culture. And um, finally, I'm going to share with you guys some of my favorite memes at the end of the episode. So stay tuned. Yes, I don't know what that background music was at the intro, but I liked it. It was calming. We need just a little bit of something. Look, that's why I got my, everybody has their vice, all right? Mine is wine and we are drinking. <laughs> this is Pinot Grigio. Um, the story behind this wine is, I, I got this before the coronavirus pandemic. I haven't even stocked up as far as liquor goes, but... um. I got this Pinot Grigio at the liquor store because they had like a $5 wine shelf, which is sketchy in itself. But I was like, eh, whatever, five bucks. But then they hit me with the, oh, we have a credit card minimum. It's $10. So I was like, okay, make it two bottles. So um, I finished the first bottle last week, I guess. And this is the second bottle. Also, I was given an electric wine opener as a housewarming gift. Please get one of those. So efficient. Like, I don't have to do anything. I just press a button. All right, so my put y'all on is uh, going to be work from home tips because my job, it, things are starting to hit home. Uh, one of my coworkers tested positive for coronavirus and then some other people from the job were showing symptoms. So they have told us to work from home for the next 30 days. At first, you know, you really get what you asked for because at first I was like, I, I can't wait to work from home one day. And now... I'm just like, ooh, this is a lot harder than I thought. Like you literally, I'm inches away from my bed. You literally have to get up out of your bed, sit down like you're at the office and try not to be distracted, which I don't know. Like you would think that wouldn't be hard because right now I live in New Jersey and basically everything, all the businesses are shutting down. We have an 8 p.m. curfew, but I somehow still get distracted in this house (laughs) So here's some tips from a time management coach about, you know, working from home. Number one, put your bra on. So basically this tip is saying, you know, put your bra on or your pants or whatever you'd like to wear for the day, but you have to get dressed because if you get too comfortable in sweatpants and all that, that just rubs off on you, you know? Um, It's kind of funny because... At first, when I was working from home, I was like, oh, I don't have to do my hair. I don't have to do my makeup. I don't have to wear a bra. But I can't just work in my pajamas. Like, you really should put some clothes on to just, like, give yourself that structure, you know? Um, The second tip from the time management coach is create a dedicated workspace. So this is facts. Like, I remember in college when I used to try to study on my bed, you would just fall asleep. Like, it's really good to have a desk or a table or a chair, something where you were actually sitting upright at your computer because sitting down in your bed, you're not going to get anything done. Ugh, I'm just thinking about it like I would just fall asleep. Um, third, set and maintain your normal hours 
Um, this is a little bit tricky, especially because a lot of people are home with kids right now. Like schools are closed. People don't have childcare. It's pretty difficult to homeschool your kids and work regular hours. I don't, I'm not married. I don't have any kids. So I've been waking up at nine and finishing my work around six, which normally if I was at the office, I would finish around five. So it's taking me a little bit longer. Again, that's probably because I'm distracted. I don't know why. But um, I'm really trying to get my stuff done between normal hours. Now, normally if I was at work, I would be taking like an hour lunch. But I find myself just working through the day, which isn't really healthy either. So that's my own tip to you guys. This is not from the time management coach. Please take breaks. Like I've just been listening to music. Um, Today I did like take 30 minutes to like watch a show. Call that my lunch break. Um... Or when I was done my work, I know we're supposed to be social distancing, but like coronavirus is not airborne. So I went outside to the park and like took a lap around. Uh, that took about 30 minutes. And, you know, just getting fresh air because literally I'm cooped up in a studio apartment. I, of course, I have the blinds open, but just to feel the sun on your skin, like that really helps. So these are my work from home tips. If you don't even get the opportunity to work from home, I'm praying for you because there's still a lot of people who have to work for some odd reason like I don't know why businesses are still open but at the same time I want my hourly wage friends to get paid so it's a rock and a hard place honestly like does Ulta need to stay open during a pandemic probably not but would I like my friend to get paid who works there absolutely so I guess if you are gonna go out you know, please tip people because they're probably not getting paid. Um, I saw an article about how Amazon is actually so busy during this pandemic, everybody's ordering online, that they're trying to hire 100,000 more workers for their warehouses. Well, if you're going to have 100,000 workers in warehouses, like they're not really helping with the social distancing. So I guess business comes first. I don't know. There's so many things to get into with the coronavirus. So let me uh, end put y'all on here. All right, so obviously you can't escape the coronavirus. I really didn't want to do a whole episode about it. I have other things to talk about. But, you know, a couple things that I wanted to talk about are the positives. I feel like I've seen a lot of Good Samaritans, a lot of communities banding together and getting shit done because the government is kind of dragging their feet about this. And, you know, not to get political, but look at who's leading. (laughs) Look who's leading us. Like, that's why it took so long. I'm pretty sure Trump, like, denounced the coronavirus two weeks ago and was like, oh, it's all a hoax. Okay, well, it's looking pretty real to me. So I'm just happy that people in our communities are taking action. States are basically handling things on their own. Um, And so I wanted to talk about positive things that's going on. Um, Well, number one, a lot of things are getting canceled. I personally had tickets to go to Dreamville Fest in North Carolina on April 4th, and they will say rescheduled the festival. They did not exactly cancel it. They rescheduled it all the way to August. Um, I was very upset because this was my birthday gift. Like, I was mad upset. Like, my birthday plans are just shock, guys. I was supposed to turn, well, I'm still going to turn, 25, (laughs) April 14th, but any type of public celebration with friends is probably frowned upon at this point. 
probably not possible. I wanted to have a birthday dinner, but I don't think restaurants are open. So the coronavirus has really just affected everybody. And I'm tight because Aries season was supposed to be lit. But um, anyways, Dreamville Fest got canceled. Met Gala got canceled. Um, Coachella got canceled. Now, um, Universal Pictures is basically, I guess, making movies that are currently in theaters available on streaming services. So this says, this tweet says, Universal Pictures is making The Invisible Man, The Hunt, and Emma available on home release um, come this Friday. I'm recording this on Tuesday. Each film will be available as a 48-hour rental at the suggested price of $19.99. That's where they lost me. You're not going to get me to pay $19.99 for a movie rental when I could have saw it in theaters for 10 bucks. This girl says, don't pay $20 to watch The Invisible Man. I will film myself screaming, punching the air, and flailing around on my kitchen floor for two and a half hours. It'll be the same plot, the same caliber of acting, and I'll share it for free on Twitter.com. Listen, <laughs> that's where I'm at because ain't nobody paying $19.99 to see that movie. Uh, I don't even know what the other movie is. What is Emma? I never even heard of that. So it's looking slow to go to the movies. But on the bright side, let's talk about the bright side, if there is a bright side to all of this. Um, John Legend has called for other celebrities to join him in going on Instagram Live and entertaining their fans, doing some um, live shows, basically, on their social media. I think that's a great idea since they're not touring. Everybody's home anyway. Just liven up our spirits because being in the house in self-isolation is sad. <laughs> and it's not really good for people's mental health. My anxiety was through the roof the other day. Um, you know, if you already have anxiety, imagine being stuck in your house. Like if you already have depression, imagine being told to quarantine. Like I don't even, I can't even imagine what like clinically depressed people are going through. I'm really praying for everybody's mental health because I see this in three stages. Honestly, like first we have people physically getting sick. Then we have the second stage, the mental health aspect of it. And third, we can't forget how this is affecting our economy. The stock market has crashed. They say that we're going to another recession because of coronavirus. So look at the silver lining. You know, people like John Legend, they can afford to give a free show on their Instagram live. Put it that way. Um, also, just some other ideas I had in mind. Um, phone a friend. You know, we text all the time, but maybe you should call your friends. Me and my mom have been talking like three times a day, checking on how I'm doing, checking on how she's doing. And I think we should do the same with our friends. Like I'm trying to bring Uvu back. Y'all remember Uvu? Um, the little chat. Look, I used to go on Uvu and Skype after school every day as if I didn't just see my friends. Like we really used to hang on there. We need to have some like Zoom meetups, some group FaceTime parties, because at this point, that's the only way we can socialize. In fact, um, I'm part of this group called LinkNJ. It's a networking group for black professionals. And they're putting on a series called Digital Link. So now they're going to have like, you know, workshops and meetups virtually. I think that's a really cool idea because they're supposed to have a dinner series. They're supposed to have some karaoke. And now all these things are getting canceled. So they're saying, you know, how can we supplement this? And I think that's a really great idea. I mean, I saw a tweet that was like, listen, we're all in our houses with our computers and our phones. If they're not texting you back, they just don't want to talk to you, <laughs> period. Oh, my God. Okay. Also, oh, so while we're all in hysteria and paranoia, 
There's people out there who literally have no idea about coronavirus. And I'm talking about the cast of Big Brother Germany. So if you're not familiar with Big Brother, it's this reality show where they put you in a house with like 20 other people and you have to do challenges, uh, physical, mental challenges. Um, basically, this type of thing is aired like three times a week, apparently. This show comes on a lot. I used to watch it, actually, on, I think it's on CBS. And so the cast of Big Brother, they're in this house with no phones, no TV, no magazines, nothing. You're cut off from the news. So imagine that, and then you come out and you find out there's a such thing called coronavirus, a global pandemic. I just can't imagine people coming back to civilization and realizing, like, this is going on. And, you know, I hate to bring up Kobe, but things have not been the same since Kobe left us um, or he was taken from us. I, I listen, I don't know if this is all connected, but I'm just saying this is crazy timing here. Why couldn't the coronavirus come around during the winter when it was cold and we didn't want to go outside? It's springtime. The weather getting nice. They said the only person enjoying coronavirus is Mother Nature. Oh, my God. I'm mad. <sighs> Okay, also, if you want to, going back to the, um, you know, group FaceTime, group parties, there's this um, Chrome extension called Netflix Party, where you can actually share a link with your friends, watch a movie, and sync up with your friends simultaneously, and it has a chat on the side where you can, like, chat about the movie or whatever you want with your friends. I think that's really cool. And, yeah, we're living in 2020. Like, we should have these resources. Like, I think this is really cool for people to still stay social because, like I said, it's imperative for our mental health to still stay so still stay social. Um, if you have the time to watch a four part docu series um, while you're in the house, I know you got nothing but time. Check out this Hillary documentary. So I watched this on Hulu, and you know during the 2016 election, everybody was like, "Oh, we only have two choices: Trump or Hillary, and they're both bad." Like I'm gonna just choose the the better of the lesser of two evils. But watching this documentary really opened my eyes to the type of person Hillary is. And I don't think she's all that bad from what I saw. Like, I think that the public really painted her in a bad light. I don't know. Like, I, I voted for Hillary, I'll admit, in 2016. I wouldn't, she wasn't my first choice in the primaries. I voted for Bernie. But, um, you know, I just think that you guys should check that out if you want to educate yourself. And, you know, if we're giving television recommendations for this self-quarantine or what have you um also check out dirty money on netflix i really like that show um what else have i been watching that's pretty much oh i still watch good girls um good girls is on nbc i think or abc one of those um i watch good girls on hulu uh i love that show it's hilarious to me um i still watch manifest manifest is the show on NBC about how the plane went missing for five years and all the people came back. It's so corny at times, but it's good. I like it. And of course, Law & Order is still on its, what, 21st season? So I'm still watching episodes of Law & Order SVU. Um, now, if you want to get into some music recommendations during the coronavirus, we have new music from Lil Uzi Vert. I'm so, so happy. Um, he came out with Eternal to take um, deluxe version. What's it called? Let me look at my music. It's called LUV, Lil Uzi Vert, versus The World 2. Just takes me back to that 26 Uzi, man. I love it. I just, 2016 Uzi. I think the Pinot Grigio is hitting y'all. Um, 
We also have new music from Don Tolliver. Yo, I love this tape. This is great. Not tape, album, whatever you want to call it. I loved it. Heaven or Hell, please check that out. That That's some good music right there. Also, Rich the Kid, this is giving me, his new album, Boss Man, is giving me like roll down the windows, springtime vibes, summertime vibes. I love it. Just just party hits, just fun, just fun music. Um, and then we get into this J Electronica. So hmm, where do I start? Um, honestly, I'm not like a hip hop head. So I really didn't know much about J Electronica, but I did educate myself. And a lot of people have been waiting on his music for a decade. And I didn't get to, a chance to listen to the whole album, but it was good from what I heard, obviously. Um, it's called A Written Testimony. And this brings me to my, um, we're going to get out of the coronavirus stuff. And this brings me to my next pop culture topic about um, J Electronica versus Joe Budden. Now, listen, I honestly am not the biggest Joe Budden fan. I know niggas just like salivate over every word he says, and I just don't get it. I don't understand how he has so much juice that people listen to three hours of him talking on a podcast. I don't know. He just seems like a hater to me, but maybe there's some good in there. I don't know. I, I never met the man, and I, obviously he has one of the number one podcasts in the world, so who am I to judge? I got my little podcast going on. But um, I don't know. Like He didn't have to come for Jay Electronic like this, but he did. Um, let me see. I got to pull up this complex article for y'all for some quotes. So on his podcast, Joe Budden said, you know, granted, this is hate, but it's rapper hate. Because when y'all move the goalpost as a rapper, I see it. For the last decade, y'all have mentioned Jay Elect with Hove. And Jay Elect positions himself that way on arguably one of the greatest tracks ever on Exhibit C. That is God-level rhyming. Hate is my underwhelmed. For me, I to say I'm underwhelmed, I didn't go into it expecting anything. So basically, he took a listen to um, the new album. He didn't like it. He basically said that Jay-Z mopped jay electronic on his own album um you know like i said fans waited over a decade for this and they were a little disappointed that it was more of a joint release with jay-z instead of a standalone album um those were words from complex i mean i just don't understand why everybody always has to take it to twitter like we still doing twitter fingers like we still doing twitter beef um those two had a couple words on twitter but they did the little like you know respectful beef where Jay Electrona was like, I never even heard your albums, bro. May, I'll, may Allah bless your career as a journalist. Then Joe Budden said, I took you, I took you off yours and it's a Hove mixtape now. Peace be unto you as well, King. So definitely some tension there. Um, I mean, what can I say? If I did hear a lot of Hove on it, to be honest, I did. And you know, I guess if everybody's waiting this long, they just expected more from him. So it's not like it was a bad album. It's just the fact that you literally took 10 years to come out with an album. He was one of those artists that kind of just like disappeared, you know, like dropped some heat and then just disappeared. I don't like that personally. And I think that just goes to show the kind of, uh, you know, kind of age we're living in where people want more, 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 more content all the time. You know, technically Drake hasn't put out an album in two years. That's crazy to say, but Scorpion was literally two years ago. So then I'm like, oh my God, where's the next Drake album? J. Cole, again, I'm pretty sure his last album was 2018. Like, where's the new J. Cole album? You already know the story about Rihanna. People have been waiting for her music for years. But 
at the same time, I feel like we sh- if we really do respect these artists, then we shouldn't put so much pressure on them to put out music every single year. If I would rather my favorite artist drop an album like every two years than an album every year because the quality is not going to be as good. I mean, no, I'm not trying to throw any shade, but I feel like Lil Baby puts out music over and over and over, back to back to back, and it's all starting to sound the same to me. Did anybody even talk about his last album? It literally came out like a week ago, and nobody's really talking about it because I feel like all his stuff is starting to sound the same. So I would just rather my favorite artist, you know, take a couple years off, perfect it. I mean, I'm still listening to Views to this day, and that came out like four years ago, so... Now, let's talk about sports. So, as we all know, um, most, most sports are canceled. It's over. It's postponed. The season's over. Um, I'm pretty sure NHL is done. Baseball hasn't gotten to start yet. NBA is done. If the NBA does come back, I think they'll just come back at the playoffs at this point. Um, I think that would put the Sixers with the Celtics. Look, I know a little bit of sports, okay? But, yeah, people are saying, like, wow, day three without sports, and I'm watching Marble rolling at this point. <laughs> like, like ESPN, somebody said, with no sports, ESPN needs to play Baby Boy. And um, BET commented, relax. <laughs> Listen, that's our job. To play Baby Boy on repeat, that's our job. Um, yeah, ESPN, I went out... This is like the last day I went out before, you know, the New Jersey curfew and everything. I went to Applebee's. They had on bowling at the Applebee's. When does bowling ever get any airtime? They were showing old baseball games from the 1970s. That's how desperate ESPN is at this point without any sports due to the coronavirus. Um, And we just got word today that Kevin Durant also got tested positive for it. So it's just spreading. Um, But today in sports... I saw Tom Brady. I thought this man finally retired. I was like, wow, look at that. Clicked on it. Nope. He just announced he's leaving the Patriots in free agency. After 20 years. After 20 years. This man is 42 years old. Six-time Super Bowl winner. No, I'm not retiring. I'm just a free agent now. Are you kidding me? Just give it a rest already. Oh, my God. He's old as hell. And, you know, speaking of sports, if you need something to watch during the coronavirus Pandemic, I watched a good documentary called The Carter Effect on Netflix um, about Vince Carter. And Vince Carter may have just had his final game because he said that he was going to retire at the end of the 2020 season. And the season is looking about done at this point. So he may have just taken his last game. But check that Vince Carter documentary out. That was really cool. I like that. I had no idea him and Tracy McGrady were cousins. That's cool. All right, so kind of sports, kind of sad news. Um, Floyd Mayweather loses his the mother of his children. Then, back to back, he loses his uncle. So they both passed away in the same week. And, you know, I think I've talked about this before on the podcast. We need to remember that celebrities are humans. They're people. You know, if we want to go back to the Kobe situation, the world is obviously upset about Kobe. But imagine Vanessa. The headlines moved on from Kobe. Now everything you see is about coronavirus. Nobody's writing stories about Kobe anymore. But guess who has to deal with that for the rest of their life? Vanessa Bryant, you know? So we need to just, no matter how you feel about Floyd or whatever, 
you really need to just consider the fact that this is a human being who just lost the mother of his three children and his uncle back to back in the same week. It's hard. And we're going to be praying for him. Um, that's all I have for you guys right now in pop culture news. But before I let you go, I did want to share some of my favorite memes right now. All right. So these are some of the coronavirus memes I've been seeing. One of them was like me wiggling my mouse, pretending to work from home. And it was a picture of NeNe Leaks. <laughs> but, um, okay, this one goes back to what I was saying about, you know, calling your friends. Somebody said, wow, I was just on FaceTime for five hours. Somebody responded, Corona got us moving like in high school. Who in a FaceTime all night till the phone get hot? Seriously. That's all we can do. We can't hang out with each other no more. I mean, if you can't go outside, where can you go? And if you know the reference, you know the reference. Um, even Shonda Rhimes tweeted, been homeschooling a six-year-old and an eight-year-old for one hour and 11 minutes. Teachers deserve to make a million dollars a year or a week. Honestly, these kids being sent home is their parents now have to see what teachers deal with and they have to entertain their kids for the whole day. And it's looking spooky out here. Okay. Um, Ooh, this guy tweeted, I'm gonna flirt with as many people as I can during this quarantine. What y'all gonna do? Come see me. Honestly, um, okay, this was a little bit serious, but I was definitely thinking this. Eddie, A underscore New Hope, says, no one should have to apply, apply for unemployment during a pandemic or crisis. Why can't ha we have sick paid or s have utilities be courteous and postpone bill payments and loan payments? Why can't landlords stop being predatory and have a month off rent? This country is ass, one, one out of five stars. And that's exactly how I feel because why today I got an email from my um, management company and they was talking about, you know, with everything going on during the pandemic, we just want to remind you, you can pay your rent online. Y'all ain't shit. You raggedy assholes. Y'all still want y'all money. And why did Planet Fitness give me a, get me for my $11? Um, they always take it out on the 17th of the month. They emailed us talking about, unfortunately... We were able to stop the payments before um, the gym closure rule, but, you know, we'll stop the April payments. And I'm like, so y'all just gonna take my money for a gym that I can't use because the gyms and the restaurants and the movie theaters are closed. So I can't go nowhere. I'm gonna just get fat and sit here and eat all the snacks and I can't even get to the gym, but y'all gonna still take my money. Interesting. How am I still broke when I'm in the house? <laughs> make it make sense. Okay, look. Oh, somebody tweeted, what y'all cousins working at the Pentagon tell y'all today? Listen, because everybody talking about my cousin's friend who works for the FBI said that Trump is going to close the whole country down. Well, I heard my cousin at the Pentagon said he going to do U.S. martial law. Where are these sources? Where are they now? Because right now, again, everybody's still out and about. I was at the park. Everybody's at the park, walking their dogs, riding their bikes. What y'all cousin at the Pentagon though? Shut up. Oh, this one was very interesting to me. Someone said, are celebrities getting infected with coronavirus at disproportionate rates or are the rich and wealthy the only people with access to testing? Look, I'm going to say this. How did Idris Elba get tested for coronavirus, tested positive, but he's asymptomatic? Meanwhile, other people out here with symptoms can't get tested because the doctor's like, well, you didn't have immediate contact with somebody. What? If y'all don't stop fucking around and test everybody, come on. And why does the test cost money? Why is it not free? America is so trash. Well, let me 
look, let me whisper because I don't want my FBI agent to get mad. Look, I'm going to just say, it's ghetto here. Send help. It's ghetto here. Um, oh, I got a couple more. Okay. This one says, all right, Forex niggas, I'm ready to listen because we got nothing but time now. We got nothing but time now. We sit in the house like, you know what though? While you're sitting in the house, this is a great time to meditate, pray, clean, make some art, just create, just relax. And somebody had the nerve to tweet like, you can start a business right now while you're at home. What? What What are you talking about? We're in a pandemic. You can't just let people breathe? Like, damn, you want to start a business? Shoot, go on Forex then if you want to be one of these, one of these LLC people. Oh, this one. Okay, yeah, listen. So Vanessa Hudgens apparently has some words about Coachella being canceled. Like, shut up, Vanessa Hudgens, because I felt some type of way when she had cornrows in Bad Boys 3. Why was that necessary? Who was the makeup and hair people? Who was the who was behind the creative for Bad Boys 3? Why did Vanessa Hudgens have to have cornrows? Was that supposed to add to her tough attitude? I don't understand. I didn't like it. But anyways, Vanessa Hudgens goes on Instagram complaining about Coachella. Meanwhile, Ashley Tisdale is trying to make people smile on Instagram and she's doing the um all in this together high school musical choreography on Instagram. Ashley Tisdale is so damn cute. And um you know this just proves that uh somebody said this proves Sharpay was the true protagonist slash hero of high school musical. And that's that. Sharpay was a listen, Sharpay was a vibe. She was a queen, okay? And her brother was gay before I even knew what gay was. That look, Let me go. I got Disney Plus. They got High School Musical in there. I'm about to go watch that. Actually, I'm recording this on St. Patrick's Day. I need to go watch Luck of the Irish. Um, But that concludes my coronavirus memes that I've been paying attention to. I mean, obviously, nobody wants to make light of the situation. But you got to laugh to keep from crying because... It's really hard out here. You know, we thought we was about to be spring 2020 outside, booed up, sundress season. And now we all inside eating our snacks up, getting fat and uh, not not being social. (laughs) Well, this concludes episode 80, folks. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcast. Oh, not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. Those are two different apps, please. Um, Make sure you guys are just staying sane, staying healthy. Hopefully, we can have other things to talk about besides coronavirus because the, the marketplace is just getting saturated with coronavirus. Every single thing is about coronavirus. Um, and just don't panic, you know? Just talk to your friends, talk to your loved ones. And remember to follow the YBO podcast on Instagram and Facebook at the YBO podcast. I know it looks like they B.O. Just just follow it and follow me, Miss Christie, on Twitter and Instagram. And I will be back with another episode. Bye.